Entrepreneur on Fire 852. I settled down and something happened to me, John. It's called a baby. John Lee Dumas presents EO Fire and FreePodcastCourse.com. Launch your podcast in 15 days and ignite. Looking for detailed advice on making smart investments? Order the Understanding Investment Series with my special offer from The Great Courses. Visit thegreatcourses.com slash fire. That's thegreatcourses.com slash fire. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50 plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Peter Radcliffe. Peter, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, yeah. Put the fire department on alert. (laughs) Yes. Peter is the founder of Skillful Mind and merges personal transformation and coaching with the ancient disciplines of meditation and yoga. Having completed several long solitary retreats, he knows the importance of a still mind as the basis for the busy life as an entrepreneur. Peter, give Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally. Let's expound upon the biz. All right. Thanks, John. And first of all, I want to say thank you very much. I'm honored to be a guest. I love your yeah. show and um, it's great to be part of the team. Um, yeah, so a little bit about me. I'm married with three little kids. I live in beautiful Australia. Um, I live down here next to a surf beach, which I enjoy and I know you do too out there yeah. in San Diego. Um, I was an engineer for 20 years Uh, I worked all around the world, and at the ripe old age of 40, I decided to become an entrepreneur. So that probably puts me in among some of the late starters that you occasionally interview on your show. (laughs) Give or take, but you know, it's never too late to start, Peter. That's right, and hopefully I'm an example of that. (laughs) But yeah, so I I run two businesses. Uh, The first is I run yoga and meditation retreats. Um, I've been fascinated in meditation for a long, long time. I remember even as a young boy, I was just fascinated by the Eastern traditions and sort of these yogis that can levitate and all of that, those stories, you know, that you hear. And um, I also found myself wondering, you know, in the world, of course, as a young person, you want to be rich and famous and all of that. But then you hear stories of, rich people who, you know, get on drugs and are depressed and famous people that have, you know, lives and problems in their lives. And there just seems to be no correlation between, um, you know, rich people who are happy and then there are rich people who are sad. And there are poor people that are happy and poor. And there's sort of, there's no kind of correlation by what we normally chase and, um, you know, happiness and, and success in life. So, I was always fascinated by that. And then I had the chance as an engineer actually to work in Asia. And I worked in Southeast Asia for a long time and I, I got to know the people over there. And I guess their religions, whether it's Hinduism, Buddhism, Sikhism, whatever, really fascinated me. So I learned to meditate. And um, as you introduced, I spent um, long times doing uh, meditation retreats, solitary meditation retreats, uh, you know, and um, – yeah, I was fascinated with that. So I started teaching. I've actually been teaching meditation for 20 years 
you know, just in community classes. But uh, four or five years ago, I decided to um, really shift gear. Um, engineering had been good to me, but I'd had enough and I really wanted to do what I was passionate about. So I started up these meditation retreats. And at the same time, I did a training in an area called neuro-linguistic programming. And I think if I'm right, I saw you have done that course as well, John. Is that right? I have read a lot of books in NLP, but I've never done that course. I'm guessing that a lot of listeners will know what I'm talking about, but there'll be a whole bunch which also uh, don't know. So just as a real quick explanation, it's just a series of really practical techniques that you can use um, both for communication skills uh, in in communicating with, with other people and also for personal mastery. Um, and I think if if you want a further example, then everyone knows Tony Robbins, right? Yes. So like about 70% of what he does is NLP and he learned from one of the founders of NLP. So what I found is that NLP uh, is very quick. Like, you know, with meditation, you've got to sit for years and years in a cave somewhere in the Himalayas. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm being sarcastic <laughs> here, but, you know, um, it's sort of it's a slow, whereas NLP is quite fast. And I find the two work really well together. So my second business, uh, I'm an NLP trainer, and I really love that as well. Very cool. Well, I love how those two do work together. You know, I am a big believer in both NLP and meditation and and everything in between, you know, really just taking time to to be present, to be in the moment. And that's kind of what I really want to talk about today, Peter, as we get further along in your journey, because, you know, that's what we're doing as entrepreneurs a lot of times. We're running 100 miles an hour in 100 different directions. And, you know, before we know it, you know, just like it feels like the weight of the world is on top of us. And how can we stop that? And, you know, there's some things that, again, you and I are going to be able to chat about later that can really help you, Fire Nation. So stay tuned. But, Peter, we always start not with the awesome stuff, but with the tough stuff, with the challenges and struggles, because we need to be transparent here. It's not all rainbows and roses, baby. Like there's some bad points in everybody's entrepreneurial journey. So take us to your worst moment that you would consider, Peter, in your entrepreneurial journey. Tell us that story. Uh, there's ups and downs. And I always go by the adage, um, you know, there is no failure. There's only feedback. And yes. one example of that, you know, a few uh, years ago. So when I started on the entrepreneurial journey, it was actually after my, my first training in about 2009. And I was really motivated uh, because, you know, NLP is, is very motivating. And I decided, right, I'm going to quit engineering and I'm just going to go out there. And I knew I wanted to do something, but I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do. I had these skills. I was pretty good at meditating. I'd learned you know, how to communicate well and how to, um, you know, some of the basics of personal mastery, that sort of thing. So I set myself up as a life coach and, you know, I did a whole lot of marketing, sat there, nothing. So then I decided, right, well, I'm going to produce some online content. And I spent ages putting together audios. Uh, at that time, it was really just audios and programs together and written programs together. And I put them online Long story short, nothing really. I sort of researched and realized, you know, you need to be right up on social media. So I did a whole lot of research and realized social. I'm not really a social media, you know, I don't gravitate totally towards that. I don't mind it, but I'm not like on Facebook 24-7 sort of thing. So I realized that wasn't for me. So then I decided, 
you know, I was going to um, go and I did some stuff on corporate work and that worked a little bit. So I had some contacts in the corporate. I did uh, uh, um, skills on communication skills for receptionists, that sort of thing. But by this time, I'd spent the better part of a year trying to get my business uh, off the ground and just nothing was working. And I, I literally, after about a year, the money was running out and with my tail between my legs, I actually had to go back uh, to the engineering companies that I knew in uh, Adelaide where I live to look for at least part-time employment just to, to cover the expenses. And so, you know, that was a really humbling experience. Um, not a good point, but wow, I learned a couple of good things. And there's two things I really learned about that. First of all, I, I had no clarity. You know, I had no clarity in my um, uh, what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do something, but I, I had no idea what that was. And that was really missing. So I'd, I'd just try something for a little bit and I wouldn't push hard enough. I just let it fall and try something else and then try something else. And I think when, you, when you've got a passion, when you've got uh, something that you really want to achieve in life, you're willing to push past everybody else. Whereas I wasn't ready at that stage because I didn't really know what I wanted. And the second thing, which uh, sort of is out of NLP, is they say if you want to do something good, find out who's doing it well out there in the world and copy them, model them. Okay, look how they do it and copy them. And so those two things are what I did the next time around. So just to cut a long story short, I worked for about a year. I got retrenched and then um, I decided well, I'm going to have another crack at this. And the second time I, I did it so much better. I did. I modeled someone here in Australia that did was doing really well. And I really fine tuned what I wanted to do in the world. Clarity, Fire Nation. You know, it's a beautiful word, but it's so hard to achieve. And something that I really want to pull up here that you were talking about here is you are trying to resonate with everything and resonate with everybody on a very shallow level. And when you do that, you resonate with nobody and nothing, Fire Nation. Like, when are you going to go one inch wide and one mile deep on something to just become the master? And there's a quote, Peter, that I just really love that to me sums all of this up. When you're first starting and you are making those mistakes, every master was once a disaster. So no worries. Don't worry that you're stumbling at the beginning. And you might have cringed a little bit when you heard Peter saying that, you know, he was looking for people to copy, but that's the reality, Fire Nation. We are all standing on the shoulders of giants. So look around, see who's out there doing great things, doing things that you want to be doing is where you want to be and then model them. And you know, you'll start to get some traction there and see if this is something you want to do. And as you're doing that, you are also simultaneously establishing your own voice, establishing your USP, that unique selling proposition. And Peter, I want to shift now. And I want you to talk about another story in your journey, another moment. This moment's going to be your aha moment, your epiphany moment. And you've had a bunch of them. I know that. That's cool. But what's one that you can share with us right now? You know, absolutely. I agree with that. And, and, it, and it is about finding that epiphany. And I've got to say just on that last point that, you know, it's okay to flounder sometimes because that's the nature of it. People do spend some time, you know, in the wilderness, so to speak, until they kind of find their voice. And uh, that's why it's so good to, to reach out to mentors and to try that. But, um, 
this next aha moment really was that uh, as well as kind of where I find that, you know, USP, as they say. And what happened for me was, you know, some years ago, and originally I started doing the, the meditation retreats uh, on the same website as the NLP training, and it was causing some confusion. So I set up a separate business, which was just the, the NLP side of things. And I remember I was working with a web developer, and we were um, putting together a website and to, to sort of take the other one, we were looking at other people's websites to say, you know, what's cool out there now? What could we use? What would work for us? And I was also remembering I was writing a bio for myself because I think that if you're going to learn NLP, it's important to really find a trainer that you connect with because if you connect well on an energetic level, you learn so much better. But anyway, I wanted to, to write this and I wanted to get away from this kind of meditation yoga because I felt it was, you know, a little bit too hippie and a bit too sort of, you know, out there. And I wanted to appeal a little bit more to sort of corporate type styles. So I was rewriting my bio and I was chatting over it with uh, a web developer at the time. And he, he got really interested in my long retreats and he was kind of fascinated by that. And he goes, you know, Peter, I don't understand you. That's amazing. Like the one thing that is so unique about you is there's all these trainers out there, you know, all even the founders and, um, you know, Tony Robbins and all of that that can empower your life. But no one has spent like literally months looking in and optimizing from the inside their own mind. No one spent, you know, months in retreat, so to, so to speak. And that is such a powerful thing. And, you know, for some people, they'd rather go to you than even some of the big names. And um, I sort of, it really hit me like a ton of bricks. And I said, you know, that's right. I shouldn't be you know, shying away from that. That should be something I'm putting forth because it will, sure, it might, um, there might be people who say, no, nah, he's not for me, but it'll really resonate with that certain segment of people which is right for me. And then from there, I just had, you know, epiphany after epiphany that this is where not only what I'm good at, but where I want to be because for me, it has been that combination of the meditation on the one side and the very logical, I'm an engineer at the end after all, and I like that logical uh, view of things and NLP very, very much is that. And that combination of the two has been what's really empowered me in my life and given me those gains. Um, and I just think it's really suitable for a lot of Western people, a lot of, a lot of corporate people, that combination of the two. So, yeah, that was my big aha moment and it's still resonating today. Peter, let me ask you this. Our listeners are entrepreneurs. They're entrepreneurs or sidepreneurs. They're amazing people that are either established or starting to get so or are thinking about taking that leap. What message do you want them to take away from that aha moment, that epiphany that you had? Reaching out and going inside. So the two places where I get the biggest uh, insights and epiphanies are one, in my meditation. Sometimes, you know, with meditation, you're not supposed to be thinking about the world. <laughs> but at the same time, when you reach that place of calm, you know, you're connecting to a deeper part of yourself. And sometimes in those moments, some of the most creative ideas can just bubble up out of nowhere. And then the second one is 
um, you know, talking to people and asking people. I've heard other people on your show say things like, you know, ask people, other people what your superpower is, and I kind of really like that. Yeah. You know, and, and so asking other people, what do you think I'm good at? Uh, what do you think works? And then those two combined, sort of going inside and listening to your deepest part of yourself and then being open and connecting with uh, just everyone, but in particular mentors that you feel that you want to grow towards to be more like them, you know, reach out to those type of people and connect with those. And, and, and that too really uh, is invaluable, invaluable advice, just those two alone. So Peter, I'm throwing down the challenge flag to you right now, my friend, because we have a lot of stuff that I want to cover and I want you to be really concise as we move forward here. And the first question that I want in these next five, we're going to do them in 30 seconds or less. And forewarning, I will cut you off, my friends. (laughs) What do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? All right. So look, uh, it's changed because I've got three young kids. So I've got three kids jumping into bed on me. I get up and it's, it's all about them, 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 them. Now, it's get previous to kids, I used to get up. Uh, sometimes I actually had a routine where I would get up really early, like about four o'clock and do a meditation for 45 minutes up to an hour. And then often I'd go back to bed for an hour or so, and then I'd get up and have breakfast and, uh, you know, just the normal things that everyone does. That's sort of being put on hold at the moment because of my family situation, but it's something that I really want to get back to. What is your biggest strength as an entrepreneur? In a talk, I actually apologized for being too engineer-like in explaining uh, too dry and boring. And one of the people came up to me and he said, don't you ever, Peter Radcliffe, apologize for being, you know, clear and concise and engineering-like in your explanation and meditation because it is the best quality you have. What is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? My biggest weakness is getting sidetracked, you know, by those distractions. I sometimes have people I really admire and they suggest to pull me in a certain direction and I do get pulled in that direction and then after a while I suddenly twig and say, hey, I'm starting to get off track to my purpose. (laughs) That would be my biggest weakness. What is a habit that you wish that you had? This is a habit that I partially got but I really wish I had it more is whenever I meet someone to initially meet them in a stillness and openness, to be just 100% uh, open to what they have to say because sometimes you miss that by having your own agenda. We are always having our own agendas, it seems, and you know we're always interpreting things coming from us, and I love that, just being open, really just being open to, to taking in what's coming at you from the outside. I really like that. And Peter, you have a lot of things that obviously have you fired up right now, but what is the one thing that has you most fired up? All right. So the one thing that's fired me up now is this combination. So after spending a couple of years of doing meditation retreats 
and then the NLP trainings, again, rolling on from this epiphany that I had, it's like, how can I combine these together? Because that's worked for me. So earlier this year, I took a retreat in Bali where I brought together meditation, yoga, and personal development all together in the one retreat. And man, was it just you know, talk about on fire. People just had <laughs> huge shifts in their lives. And they look back and, you know, I've, I've sort of put it here. If you want a point where your life will change, then this is it. And it just went so well that I really want to, you know, push that forward. The combination of both looking after you, the spiritual side of you, and then looking at the, uh, transition to also success in life and you know I've, I've got a little quote it's a quote which I'm sure you've heard before but I've plagiarized it and I've changed it around a little bit and the quote is <laughs> I'm sure you've heard of this it's be significant and success will surely follow I have definitely heard many variations of that, but I'm glad that you've really crafted that to be you Peter Ratcliffe and Peter I'm not going to let you go yet. We still have some greatness coming up in the lightning round. But before we get there, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50-plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Building a successful business can be key to your future, and so can having a strong grasp on your finances. That's why I recommend watching The Great Courses series on understanding investments, taught by Connell Fullenkamp, a professor at Duke University. For experienced investors, you'll learn how to take charge of your investments and even learn about startups and IPOs. For beginners, you can stop worrying and finally start investing. The Great Courses has over 500 courses on a variety of subjects, including entrepreneurship, history, science, and more. You can watch or listen to the great courses with online downloads, streaming via their apps, or you can order DVDs or CDs. For a limited time, The Great Courses has a special offer for you, Fire Nation. Order from eight of their best-selling courses, including understanding investments at up to 80% off the original price. But this offer is only available for a limited time, so hurry. To order understanding investments with my special offer from The Great Courses, you must go to The Great Courses dot com slash fire. Peter, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources in mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sure does. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? So this is a good question because I didn't become an entrepreneur till really late. And the, the answer is that I spent a long time uh, traveling around the world 
And so I just really didn't think about being an entrepreneur. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Like I enjoyed traveling and going off to, uh, you know, monasteries and things like that. And working as an engineer really helped me. And it wasn't until um, I settled down and something happened to me, John. It's called a baby. (laughs) (laughs) But I knew that I was going to be staying in Australia for a long time. And so it was at that point that I pivoted and decided to become an engineer. Oh, sorry, not Bruno. What is the best advice you've ever received? This is something that I struggled with this one, but something that's always uh, worked for me is if you need to write some emotional correspondence, like you've got an email, is I never send that off straight away. I, one of uh, my great mentors when I was very young said, you know, if you've got an emotional email, sleep on it and reread it the next morning. And it's surprising how in the moment and in this day and age with Facebook and social media, people are so quick to just blast and fire people and things like that. And you feel so embarrassed the day later when you realize (laughs) what you've written. So that's my biggest advice. Peter, share one of your personal habits that you believe contribute to your success. I think it has to be meditation. Like it just is you know, obviously it for me, I do it daily and, you know, there's nothing more to say. It's meditation every day. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? So I've got a lot of resources, but most of them have already been taken by uh, pre-past <laughs> guests on, on Entrepreneur on Fire. But one which I haven't heard of, which I use quite a lot, is a resource called You Can Book Me. And um, they've got a free account, startup account, And if you take bookings, consulting sessions, it works really well with Google Calendar and simple to use. And it's great for, you know, people booking in, having people booking for coaching sessions or other whatever. Very cool. Yeah, I'm all about the scheduling software. And Peter, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? All right. So I'm going to be a bit different here. And I'm going to recommend a book which is 1,200 years old. So it was written by Shani Daver in the 8th century, and it is a spiritual book. Uh, it's called The Bodhisattva's Way of Life. and it's a, So it is a sort of a Buddhist book, but it's, it's a thousand uh, little verses, and each verse is like a, can be like a little quote or a little saying. And You know, there's so many of those which I've taken forward and have had a profound effect in my life. I just love it. It's a great book. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I have teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Peter, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Okay, John, yeah, I like this one. And when I first heard this one, there are a few words that jumped out at me. I knew no one and food and shelter taken care of. And I thought, man, that would be so cool for this <laughs> while. And I thought if I did that, the first thing I would do, because it's something I've wanted to do since I did my uh, previous retreat, is the traditional Tibetan retreat is actually three years. And I'd, I'd love to be able to 
take the time off to do a three-year retreat. But I know that doesn't answer your question. So assuming that I've come out of a retreat and it's, you know, day one, here's what I would do. Day one, I would identify my passion. It is so important to have impassion because if you've got impassion, you've got enthusiasm, you seem to just attract like-minded people. So I'd work on that on day one. The, sec- the day two, I would identify my strengths. And this is really going out and trying to ask as many people, and I know you don't know anybody, but trying to find out what other people find are your strengths because sometimes other people can tell you your strengths better than you know yourself. So then day three, I would identify um, what people are asking for in this new world and try to connect it to one and two. So if you can find a need that is out there that is in line with both your passion and your strength, then that is your golden, you know, center and you can, you can go with that. So, and then day four, um, I realized that, you know, finding your passion and finding your strength is actually not an easy thing to do. And I believe that it's indispensable to have mentors. So on day four, I would find a mentor. I would start spending some of that $500 and I would find myself someone who I looked up to who could uh, help me solidify my passion and my strengths and what people are, are asking for. Day five, I'd start producing content, 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 and start getting it out there so people have got something that they can uh, start to, uh, you know, indulge in and get to know you through your content. And then day six, I would help somebody. We've talked about, you know, being a, you know, apprentice to people, but in any way, go out there for free and start helping people, hopefully in alignment with your passion. And that will, you know, they call it paying it forward, right? They'll return in spades. And day seven is a day of rest, right? So I meditate. <laughs> so you meditate and you are going to end that week, Peter, on fire. And let's end this interview on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. All right, John, thanks very much. And look, my piece of guidance is to reach out. People love helping people. And so don't be afraid to, you know, ask for help. And in terms of connecting me, there's three ways. Uh, First of all, I'd love to see you on one of my retreats. So I'm doing retreats pretty much every month here in Australia. We're also doing an inner growth retreat in Bali. And later this year, we're going to do our first one in the US. So if you're interested, come in and, and register your interest for that. The second is if uh, you feel that you resonate. And look, I know that there will be listeners out there that don't resonate with my message, and that's okay. And then there will be those that do resonate with you know, some of the things I'm saying. And so for those people, look, I'd love to connect. And if you're looking for coaching, then we do coaching through that. And finally, I've got a new website up, peterradcliffe.com. It's literally gone up in the last few days. And that is going to be packed full of meditations and tools to use, whether it's to get over procrastination or to find your, um, you know, passion or anything that we're talking about. So there's a whole lot of free resources on that. So go to peterradcliffe.com slash fire. And there's a reason to go to there is because if you go there and sign up, then I'm giving away one retreat for every 50 signups that come to that event. What? So a one weekend retreat. I have a really large Australian contingent. So uh, 
That's going to be pretty cool, Peter. And I know there are some people listening right now that aren't in Australia that are going to want to go to Australia. And that might be just the impetus that you need. So Peter Radcliffe with an E, that's R-A-D-C-L-I-F-F-E dot com slash fire. And you can get on that list, Fire Nation. And exciting stuff. I mean, we're going to have all this linked up, Peter, in the show notes page. And Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Peter and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Peter in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And Peter, thank you, my friends, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Thanks, John. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.